Welcome to Killer Women with your host, best-selling author, Danielle Girard. And now, Danielle's next killer woman. Hello, and welcome to Killer Women Podcast, a proud member of the Authors on the Air Global Network with more than 4 million listeners. I am your host, suspense author Danielle Girard, and my guest today is Tori Eldridge. Tori is the best-selling author of The Ninja's Oath, book four of the Lily Wong thriller series, twice nominated for the Anthony Award, Lefty and McCavity Awards, finalist, a Lefty and McCavity Award finalist, and 2021 Crimson Scribe winner for the best book of the year. Her dark fantasy thriller, Dance Among the Flames, was inspired by her screenplay, The Gift, that earned a semifinalist nod from the Academy Nickel Fellowship. Tori's shorter works appear in numerous anthologies, including Crime Hits Home and Weird Tales Magazine. Tori has performed on Broadway, television, and film, and earned a fifth degree black belt in Toshido, Toshindo? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Ninja <job>. Martial Arts. <laughs> Learn more about Tori at her website, ToriEldridge.com. Welcome, Tori. Thanks so much. I know. This is so fun. So fun. So I, I'm reaching across, Tori. We are in a hotel room. You can, or a hotel conference room. You can tell because the lighting's terrible. Such a fabulous. But, um, and all my glow back, but this is Tori's new book, The Ninja's Oath. Tori, tell yes. us about this book. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. So The Ninja's Oath is the fourth book in a four book set. It can be read as a standalone, it's a great introduction to the Lily Wong series. So fun. But, um, you know, all four books, they take place within like four months of each other. Oh and God. so this is like the big climactic, so you know, royale finish and everything. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. So this takes Lily to Shanghai to help uncle, who is Li Chang. That's her father's um, cook in his... Um, authentic Hong Kong restaurant mm -hmm. back in LA. Her father's Norwegian, by the way. Yeah, her mother is Hong Kong Chinese, but her father's Norwegian. He's the one with the with the uh, restaurant. Anyway, his cook uh, was a former triad enforcer and he's in Shanghai and he interrupted Lily Wong's trip on the way back home to LA and said, I need you to come to Shanghai to help me because my grandniece is gone missing. And you owe me. <laughs> That's right. Well, that, the only part was implied. Yes. So she's joining forces with Lee Chang, former triad enforcer, and Jay Tran, this really sexy, enigmatic assassin from book one. It's a super fun read. He yes. comes back. Yeah. So they join forces and, and then it just gets off the charts. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy. So Lily Wong, tell us like how you, you know, when did she come to you? How did she come to you? I'm sorry. It's also like a million degrees in here. Um, thank you. <laughs> Montanans aren't used to this heat. Um, so tell us, yeah. How, how did Lily Wong come to be, Tori? Oh my gosh. You know, it was so funny. I was writing a different book. Yeah. And um, I took a break to whip out a short story. And it was on a premise and I knew the premise and I just kind of sat down and I don't usually do longhand stream yeah. of consciousness, yeah. but in one sitting out came this short story and Lily Wong was there on the page. She didn't have a name. 
I knew she was biracial Asian. I didn't know anything more than that because it wasn't necessary for the short story. Right, right. But I, I looked at that and I knew that I had written what could be the opening of the first book in a series. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it was. And she, did you abandon the other book for that time? You're just like, I... I, I actually, I set it aside. Uh -huh. I said, it's still waiting if I want to get back yeah. to it. But, I but kinda... she just took over and was she... like, isn't that fun when the character is like, I need to be told till she really did. And then, you know, then I realized, wow, I had never written anything that was kind of from my own heritage Yeah, because I'm Hawaiian, Chinese and Norwegian. And, and I thought, wow, I want to, yeah. I want to tell we want, that. Yeah. We want to hear those stories. It's so yeah. amazing. She has I, such I, an eclectic, wonderful background. Oh. I mean, I guess as do you, it sounds like. I will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I grew up in Hawaii, so um, Chinese and Hawaii is different from Chinese growing up in the LA area. Sure, so sure. I made sure that yeah, I, she's different. I made sure that I had to really interview some friends who had other experiences, and and then kind of take all that in and find Lily's experience. Right, right. Of yeah. course, it's not exact. I mean, obviously, it's 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 you, but it's not you. There's pieces that you got to explore, which I absolutely love. Um, and so, tell me what like what's the best part of coming back? to a series because that's like, you know, it's kind of, you know, I've done series. I don't stand alone. You've done series. You don't stand alone. What's sort of the favorite part about like knowing that there's when you had known there was going to be another Lily Wong story. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I love her. Yeah. And, and I love her family. Yeah. You know, her father is so endearing and her mother, her relationship with her mother is so complicated. And, Which, and oh my God. Daughters, right? And those grandparents, oh, they, they don't make an appearance in the fourth book, but mm -hmm. they certainly are meddlesome in the first three. They you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. They're such Funny characters. I know. Family. So that's, so that's always fun, you know, and you know, you know how the book is, yeah. you know, how you write this particular book. Although I will say I started this one a little differently than the yeah. others. Yeah, you it's did. It's still action, but it's a little different. It's a little different for yeah. sure, for sure. I, in fact, I broke a couple of my, uh, my methods in this book. So talk about that. What yeah. do you, how did you know how do you normally come to a book and what was different? Yeah, well, okay, so a couple of things. One, all the first three books um, are only in first person. And the fourth book also is in first person. However, there's a section where it also adds another point of view character. And I've never done right. that before. That's brand new. And I, I remember talking to JT Ellison about this. And I'm like, there's something I want to do, but I haven't done it with the first three books. She goes, it's your series, honey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Whatever you want. I love, <laughs> so I was like, I, love well, I will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, okay, I own this thing. Yeah. And the other thing was, um, I like to outline. In fact, I like chapter by chapter, like, you know, little summaries. So wow. I, I have a sense of yeah. everything. So, which means by the time I start writing, yeah. every word counts. I don't just, you know, spew out right. the first thing to figure out where it's going because I already know where it's going. Right. But this one would only let me do that for the first half. Interesting. I knew where everything was going, but I couldn't do the chapter by chapter summaries from the midpoint on. Why do you suppose that is? Uh, I, I was changing location mm -hmm. and I, I needed to get there. Mm -hmm. I needed some things to happen to get there so that I really knew. So once I got there, then I was able to do that. Interesting. So you had to kind of feel your way for the first time. 
Well, yeah. I mean, it was like I knew I was going for that whole first half, but then, you know, I kept looking at that Scrivener binder with, you know, the whole second half, all, all these, you know, clues. Yeah. You know, I had like these clues. Yeah. This is kind of where it's going, but no detail. That was interesting. So once you got to figure out how to get there, did you start to outline again or did you just let it flow from that point? I kind of let it flow. Which is a different experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. I mean, that's how I write. Unfortunately, I would love, I love the idea of an outline. I've never successfully been able to do it. Do you know where it ends before you start? I usually have the, like the sort of penultimate fight scene in my head. Yeah. But I don't have, I don't know. I I wish I did. Do you know who the bad guy is though? Because yes, some mystery authors don't. Sometimes it changes. Or there's another person, you know, that gets, you're like, oh, that person's involved too. So it's kind of fun. Let's talk about Lily Wong's okay. martial art. Oh. Because I'm a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. I know you but are. But you are a fifth degree. Tell us about your, yeah, tell us about how I mean your experience with that which is incredible and then how that ended up being Lily's experience okay um I always wanted to get into martial arts but I went into dance full on so my mother was like choice it has to be dance or whatever so I followed dance until um I had a son in baby karate uh -huh. he was like I don't know five or something and I was one of those moms watching from the sideline me too and, and that, wanted you want that's right? how I started too and at that point I had retired from dance yeah and I was like I could do this. Yeah. And I remember my first day I got on the mat. It was a very small class and it was mixed rank from all the way up to, you know, first degree red belt. And I remember the teacher going, you know, the first form, don't you? And I said, yes, sir. And he goes, could you perform that? I'm like, okay. Cause you've been watching your son. And yeah. he knew my background. He's like, you know, the second form, don't you? And I'm like, yes. Could you perform that? I did. Yes. And then it became like a game. Right. So on Good my learn. first day, I even did jump spinning heel kicks against a target. Wow. I even sparred. Oh my God. So that's gear. my least favorite thing is the sparring. I hated that. Oh, it was wild because he told me, you don't know what you're doing. You have no control. You're not allowed to hit anybody in the head, but they have control so they can hit you in the head. My introduction. So anyway, I started in karate. I got a first degree black belt in that. But at that same time, I, I was introduced to the ninja arts and I went nuts with that. So I ended up um, getting both black belts around the same time, stopped teaching in the karate, pursued only the ninja arts and just stuck with it. Yeah. So tell me about the ninja arts, because of course in Montana, we don't have those. I mean, so that, yeah. that's a very, it's a lesser known. It, it is. It comes down through nine different lineages, okay. you know, going back centuries. Yeah. And a lot of those lineages, the art is in espionage or in this and that and the other thing. But many of them are forms of unarmed combat and all kinds of archaic weapons and how to use them uh, with environmental weapons. It is the most comprehensive art I've ever encountered. I've also yeah. done a bit of wushu, just like Lily, which is why I wanted to include right, it in right. there. I did wushu spear and some kickboxing and some Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. But it's the most all-inclusive. And it also has a very strong spiritual connection. Yeah. My teacher, Stephen K. Hayes, was also a Buddhist priest. And wow. so he really pulled in the Tendai Buddhism and the esoteric uh, aspects of that. And I've got to say that the Ninja's Oath is the most ninja yeah. of all the books. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah I agree with yeah. that. It's this very cool it's so, Easter egg in ninja stuff. Yeah, it's and it's actually really cool that you did that because I feel like, you know, there weren't like I got involved the same way with my kids, but I just like the fact that you've been through it, you 
gotten so far. Sorry, our lighting in here is terrible. So I just lost our little light. Um, so the fact that you've you know continued on, do you still practice? Uh, no, no. Sometimes when I uh, go out for hikes, I'll yeah. take a, a six foot staff with me. Yeah, and just... and, and I'll I'll do some stuff. But no, I I stopped teaching and training because I was traveling around the U.S. giving seminars, and I stopped all that when I dedicated myself to writing full time, mm -hmm. which was all around my fiftieth birthday. I love I it. Thought that was so empowering to make yeah. it all happen on that one so, it powerful is a, it's a really that's a big transition for women of course you know 50 is the new 30 but just so because I'm also that I'm age. excited because it's like the new half century of my life yeah I went around telling everybody hi I'm turning 50 I was so excited that's awesome I was like a lunatic that's awesome. And so, and so the first, the first Lily Wong book, was that your first book, your first full length that book? That was the first published novel. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And so how do you feel about the fact that you're sort of saying that this is the last for now? I always say for now, because you never know if you're going to come back to it, yeah. but if this is the last Lily Wong book. for It's, it's really funny because I don't know that my publisher knows that. Oh, no, I just can't. <laughs> Uh, no, we, we haven't said we're ending yes. the series, but it is definitely ending a four book set. So if I were to I pick see. this up, mm -hmm. it would be because this is all in 2019. Wow. Because right. that's when I started the first book and all yeah. of these take place within four months. Which is nice because you know what's nice about 2019? It's before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it's pre-pandemic. So it's like it's so much nicer to write about pre-pandemic than it is to write about, but you'd have to start the next one in like 2023. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's probably well. what I would do. If I picked it up again, that's probably exactly Yeah, what skip do. all that middle, the messy middle stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about food. Because oh when I need a Lily Wong book, I'm always like, there's no good... I, we have no good sort of like Asian fusion-y Chinese. Oh, no. sorry. I know. <laughs> you, especially because I grew up in California. So it's like that. We had wonderful Chinese food. And there's just, it's a weird, we have we have Indian and sushi, but no Chinese food. in have sushi? Yeah. Yeah. In Montana? Yeah. And it's actually quite good that, you know, they can fly the, sh mm. the fish in. I know. No in one, a very fast plane. In a very fast plane. Mm. But I know it's probably not like sushi I, we'd get in refrigeration. Yeah, we would not. It's the sushi that we would get in Hawaii, but we're here. Yeah, we're in San Diego. Yeah, right we're there. in San Diego at the World Mystery Convention, yeah. BoucherCon. I think we met at a BoucherCon. That's when we first met was BoucherCon. No, we met at a uh, hotel get together so, in that, Santa Monica. That is Santa Barb. Oh yeah, Santa, Santa Monica. Monica. Yeah. We did that um, bedside reading. Yeah, that was really fun. You're totally right. You that nailed me on fun. that. I forgot about that. That was really fun. It was. Um, okay, so seriously, talk about food because okay. like these things that you, I, I literally am like, when is the invitation coming to have dinner with Lily and her family? Because that's what I, I'm like looking for. Well, that. the next time you come to LA, you have to stay with me and I will cook for you. Okay, like I'm so sold on that. So <laughs> Lily, the food that is described in the book, and it's and of course it's a huge part of their culture, especially like you said, because they're chefs. There's this is like a family of people who know what they're doing, yeah. and um, it is. It, I really am like every time I I'm like, well, I have a list of things I'd like you to make for me. I'll just <laughs> call through the books and be like, okay, Tori, here's what I want. You know why I spend so much time with food is because um I I write books at Lily Wong especially, but even Dancing on the Flames because yeah. that was Brazilian. Um, I really think into culture and yeah. one of the best ways to understand a people is through their food. Oh, for sure. You know, right. so it's really important food and family. That's another thing that is really important. So what was super fun about the Ninja 
result is that it it's not only Lily's family because there's a huge family drama between Lily and her mother yep. and her father. Yeah, it's a big crisis. <laughs> but there's Uncle's family. Yeah, and to figure out Uncle's family, I actually did research on Shanghai, you know, from the Japanese invasion. Wow. And then I did a genealogy. You should see this genealogy for uncle that starts back in the uh, beginning of the 1800s. Oh, wow. And wow. all of the family tree to him inlaid with the timeline of Shanghai. I love it. And uncle's not, he's not, he's like a family, but not family. He's right. not blood family. Yeah, no, he's Shanghaiese. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. not even, you know, Hong Kong or Chinese. Yeah. He's not family at all but she calls them uncle yeah well it's like that's the beautiful thing about this the books is that there is family and then there's like family and there's family because I think in cultures like hers and like yours yeah. they you do kind of have these incredible like really tight-knit large families that are extended not necessarily just by siblings but by familial relationships that have been going on generations and oh yeah and if I was still living in Hawaii and you came to visit me and yeah. our kids were little yeah. they would be calling you auntie yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. I love that. Okay. So I was going to, like, my little questions are hidden behind here. Um, okay. And then I wanted to, so let's talk about what's next, Tori. Like what, you know, what are you, uh, well, you know? It's you know, so in? interesting that we were talking about culture. Yeah. Because for the first time I'm writing about my Hawaiian culture. I mean, what an incredible culture. and what a time to be talking about Hawaii. oh my god did you grow up you didn't grow up in Maui though on the big island my mother is from Maui uh, my mother is from Waikiki, uh, Maui uh -huh. very uh, just over the the hills uh from from Lahaina and my aunt um lived in Lahaina and she had a store there and so my cousin was obviously born and raised there and um mm he has still has property he inherited the family property but he lives in honolulu yeah so that property is wiped out but mm -hmm. it's commercial property so the um the renter has insurance so they're going to rebuild yeah but uh oh, yeah it is and there's it's, just, it's, oh. it's so interesting because i'm hearing that like a lot of that property was inherited over generations and so there aren't necessarily like you know deeds that that show who <sighs> Is that true? Is you know, I I don't I don't know yeah. uh, because I haven't looked into it. But uh, mm -hmm. like the book that I'm my agent is reading now because oh. it's done. Oh, you know? exciting! So yeah, tell us the premise she, of that. She's reading that. Well, it um, it, it's it's about an uh, an Oregon Park Ranger law enforcement mm -hmm. officer who goes back to Kauai for her grandmother's eighty fifth birthday. Oh wow! And finds her ohana in turmoil and two oh. of her cousins missing, and so it's that. But it's it's very much. Uh, family driven and land yeah land driven yeah and, and the issues that uh, native hawaiians uh, kanaka maoli are going through right now so mm -hmm. but yeah so there there is a there's a lot of things there's a lot of concern right now uh over in maui that that they respect and they rebuild with the input of the locals yeah. and residents who live there so it doesn't somehow get taken up because they're immediately don't you know there were people putting out big offers for land grabbing of course you know yeah. trying to developers and everything and Lahaina is a very you know yeah. small whaling town and and you know they don't we don't want that change no so. it's a beautiful area I love I love Maui yeah. so did you grow up in Oahu then I grew up in Oahu yeah yeah, yeah. so my mother was 
was Hawaiian Chinese from Wailuku, Maui. My dad was Norwegian from North Dakota. Uh -huh. They met in Tokyo during the after the war, during the, wow. uh, the occupation. And that's where both of my sisters were born. Okay. And so, you know, Lily Wong, um, she's Chinese and Norwegian, but she also has this whole Japanese culture because of the martial arts she studies. And that was important for me as well, because Japanese culture is huge in our family because of where my sisters were born. Yeah, and where, where your parents, parents lived. lived. Yeah. My father, uh, when he was alive, spoke beautiful uh, Japanese. Wow. And he was the one who really fell in love with the culture. I love it. From North Dakota. From North Dakota. Right. And so that's a very interesting thing about Lily's father, you know, because he embraces his the mothers, you know, you may wonder why Lily's last name is Wong right. when her father is Norwegian, you know, so you'd have to read one of the books to, you know, you find will, out. You can find out. But the nice thing about the Ninja Zoth is you can dive in cold. Yeah. It's, I mean, I have found that with all the books. It's just, I mean, I had, I did read them in order because I, you know, I got the chance. Awesome. Well, because I got the <laughs> chance to get them as they were coming out. And obviously, you know, um, but I, I think that's right. I, I never said that moment where, you know, it's been a year since I've read one and I'm like, oh, you know, where are we and what's happening? I always feel like it's a it very, they very much stand alone. And this, yeah. I have to say, I love the cover art on this one. The color is so gorgeous. You're not going to get the idea of how gorgeous the color is because the color in this room is so terrible, but it's this beautiful, like rich blue purple with the and purple. And this is the the Shanghai, the Shanghai, yeah, I I this is a Shanghai intersection. This is like the highways. Yes. That's, like I, this, an elevated highway. And here's the cityscape in blue way back there. It's beautiful. And this scorpion is the triad, this uh -huh. black, the scorpion black society. So that's what's going on here. But when I went to visit Shanghai, I was going to ask if you got a chance to go. Yeah. yeah. So um, our son uh, works for Nike and he was working in Shanghai for five years. I remember. Yeah. yeah. You had a grand, your grandbaby was born. My grandbaby was born. I didn't see I it. I know. I, that's so, it was so hard. That is so hard. But it now you, you get to see it. No, I do because they're in the States. But so um, just as luck would have it, if you believe in coincidence, I don't. Uh, my son fell in love with a woman from Hong Kong. Yeah. He met her through Nike, you know, in the yeah. U.S. But so they ended up both going back to China to work for a while. So we went uh, to visit. And so I we got to see Shanghai yeah. through Stouffer, who had already lived there. Yeah. And then all of us went to Hong Kong to visit her family. Yeah. So when we went to Hong Kong, I also got to see it with locals. Yeah. You know, in her parents, you know, little apartment and, mm -hmm. you know, going to family barbecues and also seeing it, you know, the way we would have right. we were visiting. Right. So, which is similar to how Lily gets to see yeah. it. Yeah. Of course, this is the first time Lily has ever been in Shanghai. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, right. That's what I thought. Yeah. So this is, and boy, is she getting quite a, I know, quite well, she, an impact. Every place Lily goes, she really gets, I mean, it's never like a beach vacation for Lily. No, it's never a beach vacation. Which is fine because of course we wouldn't want it to be for her, but you know, she's this, up to her this eyeballs. One, this one really really yeah she yeah. needs a break probably you know what this book is just you know how they say it's extra it's, it's extra, it's extra it is it's a great it's a really lovely place to sort of you know end this like you said the four book mm -hmm. whatever so, happens yeah. yeah whatever happens next for her so tell so come back what's the character's name who um grew up in hawaii and is a um ranger oh uh, makalani 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 pahukula so, yeah. I love that. Okay, so she lives in Oregon. She has to go home. Yeah, and I have a huge family lineage for that one. 
Oh my gosh, you should see this. Like I do this. Yeah, uh, I do it's this. Thing this you this love is to my do. thing. Yeah. You know, it's like because it's not just family, like you know, you, me, and our parents. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's lineage, and 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 it and it affects my characters, and it affects the stories. Yeah. And there's always uh, a lot of research tied in. I like to really research, like with this book with the Shanghai. I wanted to really research what was going on, mm-hmm. and then figure out the genealogy and put them into historic events that made sense. And when I first did it, I was doing it to figure out which of his relatives were germane to the plot. Yeah. That's that's why I I started this way. And then I realized, oh my gosh, the plot is the family. I love it. I love it. And that's a fun, I mean, that's an unusual way to sort of to come into a plot like a lot of times right you're coming into it from character which is really yeah. it's and that is i think true of the lily wong series it must be how you work and character yeah, yeah. place and character yeah, so it all starts with research for it's me. so exciting do we have a title for the new book for, for the new for, for the, I, no i'm not talking about that. <laughs> i'm not talking about that although i have started researching a potential second book i love it see i'm always like what's this is what but this you is, don't get to know this is why people hate I don't me i know if my agents read it yet. i know exactly I fair 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 well the good news is that there's more coming from tori eldridge and in the meantime you have and i have not read the flame Oh, dance, dance among, among the, the flame. Flames. Okay, warning, straight up warning. You know, uh, it's dark. Yeah, yeah, it's got some dark stuff. You know, it's you know, it's like you're so sweet. I can't imagine. Just... I know when that came out, I was like, are some people going to be like, we thought you were a nice person, but oh my god, we can't talk to you anymore. But fortunately, nobody said that. Yeah, so, they know you well enough. So I, I do welcome. I love Dance Among the Flames. I, I truly do. I'm very proud of that book. Good. I love it. But I do like to warn people if they've only known me through Lily that you it's know darker just be be forewarned make sure you really read that book jacket before you dive in there okay, okay. well that's that sounds like something for me to do next but but you can dive into this exactly thing. so in the meantime so the first um tell us the names of the ninja books oh okay we've got the ninja daughter yep the ninja's blade right the ninja betrayed yes that's the one in hong kong and then this one is the, the ninja zone and this goes in shanghai and then to japan that's so fun well it has been so fun and i have followed the lily series and you and i have talked about getting you on this show for a long time so i'm so glad it finally worked out and i'm really excited about whatever's next i know it'll be amazing Tori, and i will get myself you know a copy of a dance among the flames and be prepared for some darkness i mm-hmm. might have to text and be like, Tori, what is this was so much fun. Any excuse to talk to you is great. I know. Thank you so much for joining us from BoucherCon in San Diego. We're at the Marriott Marquis. It's gorgeous outside. Unfortunately, it's a little dark in here, but we made it work. Yeah. And um, we've done this by the pool. I know. But we might have had pool noises. And we might have had cocktails. We might have been like, well, if we're by the pool, we need to do a cocktail. So um, anyway, well, listen, thank you so much for joining us. Killer Women with Tori Eldridge. I'm Danielle Gerard, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.